Welcome to Massive Damage Adventures, a one-shot actual play role-playing game podcast. My name is Merrick Moyer. I'm the Dungeon Master, Storyteller, Lore Master, and All-Around Host. Every month, I run a one-shot using a different system, pulling in a different cast of players. All intellectual properties, including game material, setting material, music, and whatever else, is used without permission. None of it is ours. We're just using it to enhance our gameplay. But, an extra special thank you to Hayden Lister for letting us use his song Rediscovery as our intro. Check out more of his music at ReverbNation.com slash Hayden Lister. H-A-Y-D-E-N-L-I-S-T-E-R. Also, please rate and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at SkyHammerK and on Instagram at SkyHammerPress. If you want to run your own games and need a few ideas... Check out our Roll D4 adventure prompts on social media. And if you pledge a dollar a month at patreon.com slash skyhammerpress, you get four full adventure seeds on every Roll D4 adventure. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. Thank you very much, Roll20. So, what do you want to do over the next two days? You could check out the location, learn more about the gang, you could grab gear. Uh, What do people want to do? Well, um, I do have a small favor that I could call in with the Yakuza. I could try to find out if the Yakuza are the ones that are located there. And if they are, then maybe I could gain access to the area and take a peek a bit easier than otherwise. Absolutely. So if you reach out to your Yakuza contracts, the contacts with the um, with the location and see if you can get an in. Uh, what kind of favor does it say? A small favor, right? Yeah, a small favor. Okay, so that's just like a free without a roll bit of information. Uh, they would say, your contacts say that they can pass your name on to the uh, street banger gang there, the bone grinders because they work directly with the Yakuza doing the occasional job. Okay, great. Well, maybe we can tell them that uh, I'm interested in some medicinal uh, tiger bones that are ground up and uh, I'd really like to meet them at that location or something. All right. Um, you are told that uh, if you introduce yourself as Ion at the Billy Club XL, they won't turn you away. Great. Um, can I bring a friend or am I going all by myself? That's up to you. Yeah, I'll bring a friend. Can I bring some muscle? 
<laughs> like the yakuza uh, your contact doesn't care like they're just gonna pass your name along however you deal with that situation is up to you okay um well i mean i suppose it would be advantageous to go check it out and bring at least one other person with me so i guess i'll just call them up and see if i can pop by <laughs> You're so polite. Okay, so who's going with Ion? I can go with Ion as a bit of muscle backup, but it'd also give me a chance to scope out the area and just try to get a lay of the land from a strategic point of view. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. I feel like Spaz will take a shopping list for everybody. And head back to the store. I picture, I know you said he works in a pawn shop, but I picture him working in like some sort of future radio, radio, um, what was that place called? Radio Shack. Thanks, I kept thinking Radio Head. Yeah, bas- they basically look like the same sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Spaz. Yeah, man, what do you need, man? For the shopping list, don't have the money for it right now, but um, for a good quality recording device, long range type of thing where we can get really good clarity and stuff, um, would you be willing to uh, sort that out for me and I'll pay you back with an extra 10% once the job is done and we get our payment? Yo, bro, like, come on, man. I just work retail here, bro. I ain't got that kind of money to spend either, man. Like, I got 150 credits. That's about it to my name right here right now, man. I can't really... I mean, I could just pocket it and then I Well, it. see, that's... I do that that's all been, the time. You know, that... <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. We good. It's on the list. No problem, man. Alright. Okay, so, um... Why don't we just do that right now? Because that's going to be a roll. Uh, so, Corey, you could choose, and it's just a single roll. So, you could choose to uh, skullduggery to pocket it and steal it out of your store, or you could use a social skill to convince somebody to look the other way, or to you know sort of give you this favor. They're both pretty much the same. I feel like it would just be. Like, I don't know if it would even be the set. It would probably just be like a skullduggery and be like, you know, turn off the camera, unplug it at that time. And then it's, it's a faulty wire. It gets loose all the time. You know, as long as, you know, inventory at the end of the month checks out, there's no problem. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I would say because it's a place you work, it is... Uh, you're going to get a boost die, but there's still an average difficulty because like there's there's other people that work there. Totally, yeah, that makes perfect sense. One failure with two advantage. <laughs> uh, so Uh-oh. the manager walks in and sees you fiddling with the cable. 
Hey, man, yo, like, totally, see, bro, like, this thing, it falls out all the time, man. You know what I'm talking about? Like, come on, man, we gotta get this fixed on time, bro. Like, what if it falls out and somebody shoots me and then you guys don't know who did it and you guys think I shot myself or some bullshit thing like that? You know what I mean, man? Come on, man, let's get real wire, right? And so, uh, the boss, who is not a good boss, like, he's real uptight, uh, although not, like, rulesy he's just he rules over his kingdom here and he says look I look the other way every once in a while but if you're gonna be an idiot about it I'm gonna have to fire you bro no come on I'm telling you this is what happened it just falls out man dude it ain't like that bro you know what I mean come on man and he kind of looks at you and he says 50 credits. Alright, but no, okay, but no, for real, man, like, I, it just fell out. I was fixing it and falling out, man, and bro, like, sure, you know, like, here's the credit. But no, bro, can I, like, just, like, borrow this camera for the night, man, and then I'll bring it back. It'll be perfectly fine, or you can, like, take it off my check, you know, if it's not fine, I'll return, you know, man, bro, like, come on, yeah. Um... So, do you transfer him the money? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He sees it come up on his pad, turns around, and walks out. Giggity. <laughs> Smooth. That was slick. All right. So, yeah, you've got the uh, recording equipment. Sorry, Corey. Are, is your character like. The guy who tries to rob Corbin Dallas in uh, Fifth Element. You like it? You like my hat? <laughs> oh, he's kind of like somewhere in between like Quagmire from Family Guy and like one of those guys from King of the Hill, but like. I don't know. Like, little I... dweeby clerk in a sketchy neighborhood. I love him. Don't ever Okay. So, um, that handled. Um, Camille and Ion head to the Chicana district and begin to take some of the maglevs down to the lower areas. So, uh, New Angeles is built very much on levels. The higher stuff is the arcologies. They're all brightly lit, filled with uh, shopping centers and residences and amenities. And then you get sort of to the plaza level, which is kind of like the ground floor. It's the um, it's the area where there's a lot more commercial. Uh, it's all glitz and like advertisements. And when you're there, you're looking up, you can still kind of see the sky, and then there's a lot of hopper traffic, flying cars back and forth. But as you sort of descend further down, you get to the foundations of the buildings, and to buildings that are decades old and mostly abandoned. And there's probably like another 50 levels below the plaza level that are uh, people living effectively off the grid, 
um, in different sort of habitations. There's still power. There's still the network. Um, but down here, the NAPD don't don't patrol as much. The gangs have a lot more sway. And, uh, like, there's no sky. There's no rain. There's just kind of, like, water that falls from the upper levels. That's terrible. Yeah, it's not a great place. And you find yourself on this street in front of a uh, glowing box with the big uh, letters across it that say Billy Club XL. And you can see a couple of people sitting inside, um, a bartender, and it's very much that kind of, like, just mob uh, uh, restaurant. Everybody's sitting around. Nobody's eating or drinking. Like, somebody's on their pad playing a game. Other people are reading. A couple of people are talking. But nobody is doing any sort of business. So what are the bone grinders known for? Because I, I need an excuse to be here. Sure. So make a streetwise check to see what you would know. I would say that they are a, um, they're not a well-known group, like they're a small gang, so it's hard, but uh, I would give you uh, two boost dice because of your direct uh, connection to the Yakuza, and it's fairly likely that they might have mentioned something offhand. Since I'm with her and I've actually got a pretty ball in streetwise, can she be talking to me about it and maybe I help out with this? Or, like, she give me a boost on my check? Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can do uh, the aid thing. Uh, streetwise is tagged to cunning, right? Uh, so you can do the trained help. So whoever has the higher cunning... And then whoever has the higher streetwise, make that your roll. And then two boost dice. Uh, I have both the highest cunning and the highest streetwise. Okay. So then it's the information that you have with a couple of fill in the dots from what Ion has heard from her contacts. And it was a hard difficulty with three purple. Uh, that's a triumph, an extra success, and two advantage. Nice. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we'll deal with the success. The fact is the Bone Grinders are a small gang of thieves and kidnappers. Um, they specialize in organ grinding. Why would you grind an organ? Uh, it's not a literal thing. Organ grinding is a business where you abduct people with cyberware and take their mods out to resell. My spinal modem is tingling right now. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna maybe, like, not try to purchase somebody else's cybernetic organs, but... Because they're known for their thievery, maybe I'll just come in and see if I can get a fancy camera for cheap that was stolen from someplace. 
And <laughs> <have> five cameras. <laughs> and then um, the uh, you also have your advantage in triumph. Do you have any ideas for that, Russ? Because for the triumph, I can give you more details. Um, Maybe Russ wants some cybernetics that were stolen out of the. So I mean, but, you know, cheap cybernetics are hard to come by these days, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they're expensive. They might have disease on them. Hey, man, sometimes that's just going to be the risk you got to take, you know? For my triumph, can I say that the bone grinders have actually hired me for a job before, and so I'm in good with them? Uh, yeah, sure, we could do that. Um... If even if they haven't hired you, maybe they've heard of you, and yeah, they're gonna start with the same sort of uh, like positive uh, disposition as they have towards Ion because she got a, an in from the Yakuza. And so, um, you were also saying that you're like you're looking around, and you can see most of the areas around here are. Um, habitation like it's a lot of uh apartments um and then like the small sort of bodega on the ground area sort of thing do i see anything that looks like first off do we know exactly where in the area the test is going to happen uh you would assume billy club xl because it's where the gang hangs out and the gang is the target Okay, um, in that case, can I see anywhere that looks like a good vantage point for us to record the, the testing while staying stealthy? Uh, for sure. So you could make a perception check uh, to look around for a good uh, vantage point. And I would say that it's a simple difficulty. There's a fair amount of options, and you're just going to see if you find the best one. Jeez, I hope this club doesn't blow up while we're in it. <laughs> Three success, one advantage. Okay. Yeah, so I'd say that there's a couple of balconies that look like really good options. Um, and there's, I'd say with the advantage, you find a place that's up for rent. So it's empty. It's empty. Um, and if you wanted to lay out a little bit of money, there's a legitimate reason for being there. Or you can break in. I mean, how much money are we talking? Could we just... I mean, this is a scuzzy part of town. Couldn't we just try to rent this place for a couple of days? I like the break-in option because then there's no paper trail that we were here. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Okay, okay, I guess we'll just break in and plant the camera. All right. Uh, so you're just sort of walking along the street and doing this. Did you want to head into the Billy Club XL and interact with any of the uh, the bone grinders or just 
pass on by and let them leave live to their fate. Would it be beneficial for Dice at all um, for us to go in and have a look around, talk to the bone grinders, and maybe see if they've got their own cameras? Like, if would it help Geist maybe hack into their own camera system to get their camera feeds on what's going on if we knew where those were located at all? Or are his abilities just beyond that to begin with? Um... If they have cameras on site, which would be something that you would probably spend a story point for if I haven't uh, done it, but you could search around and see if they do, um, he would be able to access them from where he is, most likely. There's possible It's possible that they're not wireless and he might need to hook in direct, but that's pretty unlikely. So it wouldn't help him for us to know where they are or anything like that. He'd just be able to sense their presence regardless if he was close enough. Pretty much. It's kind of like sending out a ping on the network to see what local devices are here. Cool. Okay. Uh, are there any other actions? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, is our guys or uh, Friction doing any setup in the time leading up to this? I was thinking that... going to do her day job. Nice. going to turn on your Lyft app? Yeah, I just do work. <laughs> you, guys, nice. you guys are the pro. Uh, then uh, roll me a... Like, you, you drive around, right? No, it's like a bike courier thing. Okay, so yeah, like a hover bike. Like a hopper bike. So make me a piloting roll with a simple difficulty, no purples. Is this just see if I get injured before the job? No, it's uh, it's a simple difficulty. There's no real danger. It's how much money you're earning. Uh, Ten credits per success. Awesome. Uh, piloting, because you're flying. Driving is very specifically um, like ground cars. Oh, I'm not finding piloting. Give me a. Uh, I think it's under general. Advantage, no success. No, um, you weren't supposed to have any difficulty. I said a simple difficulty. Oh, that's simple as That's easy. Simple as zero difficulty. So with that same roll, you would have one success and three advantage. So you make 10 credits, and uh, you, with your advantage, you probably grab another couple of contacts. Yeah! Oh, and uh, a couple of days pass, so Corey, you can clear out your stress, your strain. And then, so sorry, uh, Justin, what is it that Geist wants to do? I was going to... I owe a favor to a contact at Global Sec. Um, I don't know if you had any plans for it, but I was going to contact my, you know, handler at GlobalSec and give them the details on the mission, what we've learned so far, and, you know, what we're setting up, and just see if they have any interest in, uh, in what's setting up. They definitely do. Um, I would say that if you double the information and give it to GlobalSec, uh, that would wipe out that favor. 
Justin, I swear to God, if you double cross us in another game. <laughs> do it. Do it. Uh, I won't, but I mean, <laughs> simply copying the information is not necessarily a betrayal. So that sounds good. And then, I mean, once per, I think once per session, is it someone from GlobalSec also owes me a favor, so can I get something back from them to help with the mission? Yeah, what, what would you... Can they transfer me credits or, like, something that boosts my hacking or gives me more stamina in hacking, almost, is something I was thinking? Some sort of, like, stim code? Is it a small favor? Uh, yeah. Okay, so, um, examples of small favors... You could watch someone's pets or dependents for a day. <laughs> or, or you can give someone an item worth 100 credits or less, loan someone a vehicle for a couple of hours, give someone a ride to a location in New Angeles, help someone clean up an apartment, or loan someone tools to do some work. So, tools is definitely a thing. So yeah, I would take some sort of hacking tool that you could give me it's something something simple just like a bonus something that I can cash in for a bonus roll at any time that I have a little bit more control of or um, something that gives me plus one to defense I guess I don't know um, yeah if you wanted defense then like you could go into the global sec armory and instead of your durable clothing, like they could lend you uh, some concealed Bucky weave for this job. Cool. And then, so that changes your soak still stays the same, but you get a uh, plus one melee and range defense. Sounds good. Nice. And I mean, that makes total sense. Like global sec has a whole bunch of, equipment and they're like you're going in the field yeah we can give you a little something (laughs) yeah and bucky weed it's very cool it's the same stuff that the space elevator is made out of it's like uh tiny little um spheres of like super carbon that's all like attached together in a mesh it's very very flexible and very very strong like advanced Kevlar. Yeah. Graphene Kevlar. Love it. Okay. All right. Well, and I'm feeling suited up. Nice. So, uh, wait a day and then people come back to break into that, uh, that space for rent and everybody just kind of sets up. You said that this was a seedy part of town where the cops aren't really kicking around much and stuff, right? That is correct. How much would it cost for a week of rent in an apartment? Um, or, or would they even do by the week? Like, you could definitely make a negotiation roll. Uh, and if you want to make it, you know, cash only, then there wouldn't be a paper trail, and that just might be a little bit more difficult. Um... Is there cash in this one? 
Uh, yes, you can have untraceable cred sticks. So basically, you transfer your credits onto a stick, and there's no uh, trace of where those credits came from, and then whoever gets them can transfer them to themselves. I can also... I can also disguise myself using my chameleon skin, and um, then they won't even recognize the person who rented the place with this untraceable credit. Yeah, so I would say that um, it would start off at 300 credits, but every success would reduce it by 50. And it would be an easy difficulty because you're just like, hey, you know, we just need the space for a week. And they'd be like, eh, whatever. If you want uh, them to be like, and don't tell anyone that we were there, then it's um, an average difficulty instead. I think it's okay if they tell people that I'm there because, I mean, I'm disguised anyways, so. I completely agree. I think you got this totally figured out. Nice. So, uh, yeah, you go, uh, you reach out over the net to uh, the person who's got this, and uh, you start to negotiate. Um, easy difficulty uh, negotiation. Three success. Nice. So you knock it down to 150 credits for a week. Okay. I'll um, chip in for that, too. I'll throw in 50. Can I transfer 50 them to them to contribute to the operation? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I paid fifty for this camera, man, that you made me get. And so no, I you I, I'm already in for my fifty, bro. With the camera, you, you already contributed your fifty. <laughs> yeah, right. Like totally. Like yeah. Okay, it's all paid up then. Thanks. Nice. Okay, and then so uh, we're gonna say that the spot here. As you're all hanging out. Uh, the spot is like up here. And so there's a nearby balcony. And uh, you're all sort of up in these windows. Cool. Also, um, I'm just like really excited because the point of this was if they find out that the weapon's bad enough, they'll get them. Like, if that's good information to get arrested by the police or something, right? So now it's not just going to be a theoretical weapon. We're going to actually get to see it in action and be like, yeah, it's bad. Arrest those people. Yo, look at that cool weapon, man. Just going to watch these people get blown blown out. Yeah, well, they do steal people's stuff out of their body. Yeah. I, As someone with a cybernetic enhancement, I have a particularly loathsome demeanor towards the bone crushers. Oh no, man! Like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I don't care where it comes from, man. Like you know, you give me your nails, man. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, and so the the place that you're in is basically like a one room flop pad. Like it's pretty bad. There's one couch, and it's stained, and there's no other furniture. And so you're all setting up your uh, your gear in here. What's it look like? I brought a plant as a little joke housewarming gift for us. It's a good luck tree. 
That's adorable. Love it. I got my super hi-fi camera that I borrowed. And it's like sticking out the window like we're filming a movie or something. I'm stretching in case we need to run. And I'm I'm kind of just loosely plugged in. I'm just in my chair on the network. Just generally getting a feel for the whole, you know, area and proximity that we're now in in this neighborhood and just kind of preparing for the operation. Okay. Um, Is there like a fire escape off the balcony? Um, not so much anything that much to code, but it's definitely uh, doable to climb down it. Um, I would have seen about getting some kind of rope uh, and finding an anchor for it either on the balcony or just inside of the apartment so that if we need to make a quick escape out the window instead of through the door, we've got that second access and can just like quickly slide down the rope and go. Sounds good. Uh, I actually have rope open and it costs you five credits. You lend your fucking rope. Grab your fucking rope. Okay there, Rambo. <laughs> All right, so we've got we've got rope set up. We've got guys on the network. We've got a beautiful plant. Uh, the camera is set up. Anything else? No, let's watch some people get dead. I'm feeling good, yeah. Or as Ronan says, get passed away. Oh! Let the crushers be crushed. <laughs> the grinders. Oh, the grinders be ground. The grinders be ground. Ground me, bro, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're gonna be coffees. Okay, so could I get, um, I would say Camille for sure, and probably Spaz uh, to make perception checks. Anybody else who's specifically like looking out at the street? Um, as you're heading into the evening towards when the business would be happening, can also make a perception check. Modifier? Average difficulty. Two purple. One success for Spaz. One advantage for Spaz. No success. Correct. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> One failure, one threat. Okay. I'm stretching and looking at the... And looking at the house plan. Nice. I'm just trying to read general chatter and, you know, poorly encrypted texts that are going around in the area and just seeing if anything's going on at the club. Okay. Um, you definitely see that uh, one of the bone grinders, Jaipraj, uh, has like a really, really poor record at what's effectively Candy Crush. He sucks <laughs> at it, but he's trying. Very cool. He means well. Okay. Uh, can I suggest that 
Geist, maybe see if uh, you have access to any other cameras in the area so that you might be able to like grab other camera feeds of what's going on as well. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, Merrick, can I can I try and just access and get a, a data link to, you know, all of the general CCTV networks that would be, you know, on pretty out of date ice or something like that that I could get the feed and start backing up on my through my spinal modem to some of the cloud space that I have access to or something like that. For sure. Um, I would say that you could make a uh, computer's hacking roll at a uh, average difficulty to sort of like look around for what's what's available. Sounds good. Two successes. Okay, so with two successes, you see that there's there's no like camera system around that you have access or that you could find. Uh, what you do find is effectively a whole bunch of personal devices. So you've got everybody else's sort of phones and cool. and whatnot. And so if they start pointing them in the direction of business, you can start sort of pulling a little bit from each of nice. those. I have a like general sensory perception of all of those devices now. And I can kind of like eat that data up. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so it's getting sort of late in the night when you know that the uh, uh, the test is going to happen. When you see someone walking on their own approaching the, uh, the Billy Club XL, it's a well-dressed uh, Asian man with this really... Um, uh, quite expansive face tattoo, uh, beautiful suit, uh, silver briefcase. Friction's eating popcorn while like watching out the window as if it were a movie. And uh, he heads in to the club and doesn't take a seat, but everybody seems to sort of know him and. Uh, Camille and Ion for sure would recognize, like, that guy, that is Yakuza. Like, there's no way that that man is not here to do some sort of business job. Does that mean that we don't, we're not really suspicious that he's planting a weapon of some sort, but that he's just there for general gang business? General gang business? Maybe they Uh, just keep the the bone grinders kind of available to them so that they can do stuff like that this to somebody and like get away with it they're gonna blow up their own club collect the insurance well and they're the megacorp uh next design is a subsidiary of haas bioroid which is the main competitor to jinteki which is where miata works and the you know, the word on the street is that when Jinteki needs some job done, the Yakuza do it. Ah, uh, okay. So it's very, very unlikely that HB would have any sort of Yakuza operative. This looks like collateral damage. 
So he's uh, he's there. Um, they seem to like show him some things. The case opens, uh, and there's like a transfer of stuff in his case, and uh, other stuff is put in. And then he sort of clips it and goes to leave. And then someone kind of calls out to him, and he stops, and he stays, and he goes and he sits down. A little bit of time passes. Did we get a sense at all whether um, the organ grinders were the target of the weapons trial, or if they were possibly uh, going to be orchestrating it? They're the target. I mean, I have security, live field conditions. Weapons will be used on the on a target. A street banger gang. And then through secondary supplemental information, we got the name Bone Grinders who have a relation to the Yakuza. So. All right. So a little bit more time passes and then I will get perception checks from uh, those watching. Uh, (laughs) Is Friction still watching or did the movie get boring? Friction's watching, but she's bored. <laughs> uh, this is average difficulty. So two purples. Three failures for Spaz. Straight nothing. I fell asleep on the couch after killing a couple of cockroaches. <laughs> I accidentally rolled twice, but uh, three successes. All right. So as Friction is looking out the uh, window, uh, she sees a little bit of movement across the street. And there is a drone settling. Like it's sort of flying down. And... Uh, it sort of settles into a stationary position, and you can see it has sort of like a telescopic lens. Who's working? The- can I hack that drone? You might be able to. Who's working the camera? Well, I've been trying Pazis, to. Pass this. All right. So I'll smack Spaz a whole bunch and be like, look, look. Look up there! Get the camera on that! Get the camera on that! I bet you that's gonna kill him! Look at that! Yeah, so I'll, I'll watch it. Like, I'll... I'm working the camera here, but then... Um... Justin, you'll hack... You can hack into that camera. The other one. What if it's the weapon and you hack into it and it doesn't work? Or that. Okay, um... So, yeah, if you want to hack into that, then check out in the bottom screen. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Cool. So, um... <clears throat> oh, sorry. This is, this is just the generic setup. It is... Uh, what you are actually seeing is uh oh yeah you haven't accessed the system yet so you don't know uh what protections are there so right. you can see that it is a drone 
And the difficulty is uh, the drone is a um, huh, where was this? Because there's a whole bunch of different difficulties and here we go. Yeah. So it is a hard difficulty to access upgraded once. So it's two purple, one red. Okay. Which you make a computer's check for. All right. Let's see if I do it. Just an, a, simply an advantage. Okay. So you spend a little bit of time working on it, but you can't get into it. And you get the sense that this is more than just a regular camera drone. This has stronger security than it should. Um, and you could take your advantage as a boost die on your next uh, computer's check if you like. Sounds good. You also notice that there are three other similar uh, signals. Interesting. Okay. Do you share this information? Definitely. Yeah, so there's... There's like a, a trifecta of drones setting up right now. So um, Friction will get all excited, be like, "Oh, don't don't mess with them! Then that's gotta be the weapon, right? That's gotta be it. They're not pointing at us, are they? They are oh, not yeah. pointing at you. Uh, they seem to have uh, lenses focused on the Billy Club XL." Okay, and then so uh, if nobody else is doing anything, then Justin, you can take another crack at it before something happens. All right, well, I'll do another computer roll and see if I can get in. And you have a boost die from your advantage that you just got. Cool. Ooh, terrible. Oh my gosh. So I failed and got a despair. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) so with the despair uh, one of the cameras uh, like is sort of swiveling and uh, no actually it'll be the one across Um, it sort of moves a little bit and scans by and you can tell this one definitely recorded your group great So, uh, at the very least, one of them has uh, evidence that you are there. They don't necessarily know that you're bad. It's just that you know that there's some uh, some evidence of you that exists. We left it. So, there's footage of us in this apartment with this massive, expensive camera looking out of it seems seeming super out of place awesome and hopefully you didn't see our faces just like that there were I mean it's a high quality camera now as that's happening uh, it's pretty clear when four people in military grade light body armor come around the corner in a uh, formation covering each other 
and holding out like beautiful, sleek-looking rifles. I've got my gun at the ready. So just to be clear, are they kind of heading towards our apartment, or are they heading towards the club? Yeah. Uh, Give me one sec. I will reveal them. So there's four of them. Um, You can clearly see uh, two men, one woman, and another who seems featureless with a full face helmet. And uh, they... Uh, They come sort of covering each other, and then they spread out, all aiming towards the club. And uh, the people inside are just starting to sort of react and stand up as these ones begin to open fire. Nobody, uh, everybody's just going to watch? Yeah, just filming it like a movie director. (laughs) All right. So the rifles do not open up with your standard slug thrower or laser. They do shoot an energy weapon, but it is hot and bright and cuts through the glass and the people inside just like butter. And you see um, (laughs) uh, one of the uh, like one of the beams that fires in cuts through a little bit of uh, uh, like the building material instead of the glass, which lights on fire. And then one person uh, outside, sort of in the group, um, stops firing and looks down at the gun. Sort of, uh, it looks as if there was some sort of malfunction. Yikes. I make sure to try and catch that with the camera. Okay. Uh, friction starts to get anxious now that we've seen it, and it's like, we should go. We should go. We should go. Mm, those look bad. We should Uh, so I'm gonna just... Let's see. This is gonna be agility plus ranged heavy. Like, at this point, is the whole neighborhood kind of evacuating and freaking out? Can we maybe just run out of the neighborhood at the same time as everyone else? Um, nobody is coming out of their houses at this point. Everybody is bunkering down. So, um, (laughs) what happens is, uh, two of them go down immediately, and then the rest begin to open... Uh, and return fire. Uh, two of the uh, street bangers have got like pistols, and they're like hiding behind cover and firing, firing, firing. And the uh, the four Prisec people, like they're just taking the shots on their armor and sort of moving forward. And then the Yakuza guy pulls out the semi-automatic, and just starts spraying the area. Uh, the woman bartender is hiding, and. Uh, uh, they continue in and do another round of shots. Shot, 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 shot. And with that, uh, they uh, cut through everybody because I rolled a triumph and two successes 
and uh the street bangers just they go down um they did not have the defenses to play against that and their weapons were ineffective against the military armor nice Well, Geis is just soaking up this, all the data that he can of anybody who's filming this from their balcony or... Uh, For sure. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, did you want to attempt to access the camera again, or do you want to uh, grab the additional angles? Uh, I want to grab the additional angles. I don't think I can get into these drones. Okay, so then go ahead and make me a computer's hacking check. Um, average difficulty, uh, I'm going to give you a boost die because people are recording. Perfect. Oh, I left my, uh, threat die on. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, just reroll the whole thing. Okay. That's much, That's different. much different. Three successes, a threat. But two triumphs. Yeah. I feel like I've gone deep into the network. I'm yeah, getting like say... I'm getting like Dark Knight Rises level cell phone information. I have like the whole 3D imprint, data imprint and like data echo of what's going on outside. For sure. Okay, and then so um, the the team sort of like stops, takes stock, and uh, they are going to look around. <laughs> no. So um, I would say their perception versus uh, <laughs> the stealth of uh hmm okay so this is what i'm gonna do i'm going to roll a perception for the leader of the group and then everybody who's been watching is going to have to roll a stealth against that uh difficulty um and i haven't actually been watching directly I feel Definitely like sure. there's enough of us that are watching the filming, and I kind of just cowardly was trying to stay away from the window. Does that mean I don't have to roll? Uh, yeah, no, you don't. You're back. Uh, it's really just uh, Friction, Camille, and um, Spaz. and Spaz, I believe. Sorry, what was the difficulty? Uh, I got two successes, so the difficulty is average. And I would give you all a boost die because you're sort of high up in a uh, in an area that you've taken the time to hide it. One I success got two advantage, advantage, no success. Two success, one advantage. Uh, Spaz, did you say that you got advantage? Yes, I did. Would the two of us be able to combine our advantage to pull friction away from the window? I'd say so. I would say that you got enough successes that they probably see friction, but 
there's a bunch of people who are kind of looking a little bit. Nothing that makes them think they're, you know, they need to deal with you. And they, and they, uh, sort of like set their weapons, uh, back and begin to leave. What kind of range is it from here to that drone? To that one? Yeah, I would say that that is a long range to get uh, all the way across the street. I don't have a long range weapon. Okay. Uh, so the Prysec team uh, like hustles out um, and... Uh, sort of like fades off into the Undercity. The drones kind of circle a little bit and then begin to fly away. Where exactly do the drones circle? Uh, They circle around uh, the Billy Club XL. Like they sort of fly in a little bit to get sort of like better angles of uh, the destruction. And then they're going to like fly directly up sort of thing. What are the chances that the feeds on these drones are not actually being um, broadcast, I guess, uh, to a cloud or anything, just to try to reduce the chance of uh, interception of the signal? It's 50-50. Like, they might uh, be sending some stuff out, but... From the look of their, like, recording equipment, it's probably a heavy amount of data that they're bringing in. It does seem pretty likely that they'll download it afterward. Does the drone that we know caught us on camera at any point come within medium range of the balcony? Absolutely it does. I want to try and shoot that drone down. (laughs) Okay. Do it. Okay. Uh, it has two range defense, and you are in medium range. So uh, that is two purple, two black. But I also have accurate ones, so I get a blue, too. And you can uh, take a maneuver to aim. I can take a maneuver to aim. You're right. And spend two strain to take an additional maneuver to aim a second time. I am going to do that. But the question is, do... I increase the difficulty to auto fire. <laughs> I'm not going to auto fire. Okay. One shot, one kill. <laughs> All right. Uh, what type of weapon are you using? I am using a Kalashnikov AKX2 carbine. Okay. So you brace it on the uh, on the like on something in the 
in the apartment a little bit, get ready for the shot. Brace it on the couch so that the barrel's not sticking out of the balcony. Fair. That is a big ol' two success, three advantage. And I have critical three. Oh, wait a sec, wait a sec. Well, let, let's see what happens with the damage first, because that's nine damage on it. Oh yeah, so nine damage. Uh, that straight up shoots it out of the sky. No. And the drone goes down. With, with my re-advantage, can I say that I caught it just as the drones were finished circling and the second drone doesn't actually notice this happen? The drones will definitely notice one of them going down. Um, I would say that three advantage, you could say that none of them notice where the shots came from. I'm happy with that. Okay. So um, they begin to circle and uh, you sort of take a beat on the uh, on the last one and you shoot and it goes down and it hits the ground. And then um, the other three drones, you see them like sort of their cameras sort of retract and a lo- another section opens, and they drop out these uh, like little flechette uh, pistol-looking uh, setups. I think, yeah. And uh, <laughs> they sort of like, ooh, I actually have the handout. There they are. Cool. And uh, they sort of pull out, and then they just begin to sort of spray in a circle, uh, just sort of sending down, like, suppressing fire. And then um, two of them kind of continue to do that, and then one swoops down towards the other one. They're trying to recover the data from the other one. I, I just say we let the murder droids go. I mean, it was a pretty solid hit. The data may not be recoverable, but the drone is evidence. Right. I mean, you guys are good shots. Whatever you want to do. The drone's not evidence of a whole lot, though, is it? Because, I mean, with, with it falling out of the air, like, they probably won't be able to get a very good bullet trajectory of the moment moment it got shot or anything like that. I imagine he means it's more evidence of them being there. Right. Right. I got There's you. another party that has obviously known about this weapons test, or maybe it is even the weapons testers themselves who are observing it this way. I assumed, yeah, it was just the weapon tester, like, scientist nerds being like, let's watch the result. I'm happy to just hope that my shot Killed the uh, killed the hard drive, and they won't be able to recover the image of us. I agree. It beats taking the risk of the second drone noticing where we are. 
Okay, so you all sort of hold, and uh, one of the drones sort of scoops up as many pieces as it can and begins to fly away while the other two are sort of covering it, and then the three of them lift up and leave. So we should lay low for the night or for a couple of hours? I don't know. That was crazy. Or we could go investigate the building. Yeah, I'd go down there and take a nice clear shot of the aftermath. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's see what this weapon actually did. Okay. Um, so yeah, you wait a little bit of time, and then people start coming out of the buildings to look. And uh, you sort of join in with the crowd and check things out. And you've seen laser weapons before. It's not that they're incredibly rare. They're just, you know, very expensive and often restricted. Uh, these ones appear to be, you know, sort of like a next generation. Like they're yeah. propelling a significant amount of force and energy. And... Uh, like the bodies are are quite uh like you know destroyed the building has a lot of damage um there's not much salvageable should we maybe keep the like professional level camera kind of on the down low and just take video with our pads to make it just part of the crowd yeah exactly i was thinking the exact same thing I would like to... Is there any non-broken alcohol bottles behind the... Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll grab a bottle. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loot! That's a great idea. It'll make us look less suspicious, actually. Yeah, and as uh, uh, Friction is looting, like other people are like, oh, you know, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to try to recover the case that the Yakuza guy had if he's dead in there. Sure, make a perception check. Looting's really harsh. I'm liberating stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Average difficulty, and I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade it. Okay, so things that are uncancelled. I've got a success, an advantage, a triumph effect, and a despair effect. Cool. Um, so you do a so success, advantage, triumph, and despair. Um, I'm gonna say that triumph and despair. It's your choice on whether you find intact cyberware or money. Whichever one you don't choose, the other is completely destroyed. That's what's in the case. Yes, basically, he brought money to trade for cyberware. Then I'm going to say that I recover the money. Because that's what the Yakuza wanted to begin with. Doesn't matter if the cyberware is destroyed. 2,000 credits. Baller. Untraceable. Yeah. 
I'm just going to end up giving that back to the Yakuza in exchange for favor. <laughs> nice. Okay. And so, uh, do you hand over all of your recordings and everything that you gathered to Miata? I pass it on yeah. all to um, Friction and then whatever she does with it. Well, I mean, I'll bring it back to me to make sure we all get paid, for sure. Can I make a copy of everything? I mean, From yeah. my own per- personal <laughs> files? Nice. Backup? She didn't, she, didn't say, she didn't say we couldn't do that, so sure. But I mean, you should ask um, Kamal. He's, he's the leader of this group. I actually don't know what... I don't know why you'd even ask us. <laughs> if I were you, I'd just do it. Yeah, I'm just gonna copy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Good plan. <laughs> well, I mean, it is fairly obvious to the group that he would have to copy it because it's coming from multiple sources. Like, if he wants yeah. the stuff off of um, Spaz's camera, then that's gotta be something that he asks for. You guys let me have all the data? Yeah, man, like, you can compile it all, and then you can pass it on to, like, the friction chick, and then she can pass it on, and then we all get paid, man, bro, yeah, woohoo! Yeah, well, if there's ever any global sec contracts, you guys will be the first I call. Hell yeah. Baller, bro, you guys need some extra stuff, you know, you come by me. You gotta sell something, too, you know, you don't want nobody to know. (laughs) Just saying, if anyone's going to be selling extra copies of our footage, I'd like a cut. <laughs> so, uh, you're able to disengage from the area safely. Uh, the camera was not damaged. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, nice. And- uh, Friction delivers the information to Miata. Yay! And Miata says, Oh, this is excellent. We, there's enough close-ups here that we could probably match this. I think that we can... I think that we can make a pretty good case. And uh, she pays you all the 5,000 credits, so... If it's an equal share, everybody gets a thousand. And within uh, about a day, um, it starts popping up on newsreels all over that uh, Next Design is testing weaponry uh, on undesirables in uh, the lower city and the NAPD has opened an investigation. Um, The information was submitted anonymously uh, but the the weapons development arm of Jinteki Biotech uh, does a large donation to help (laughs) Uh, you know, reinvigorate that area. And so there's a lot of like positive film 
of like Jinteki executives uh, with clones going in and like cleaning up and uh, working with the community. Nice. And rebuild. You all did so well not being noticed that uh, all of the various contingencies were never actually triggered. Yay! Yay. <laughs> nice. Oh, see, I should have. I should have even riskier with my hacking. <laughs> so, um, what does everybody do if you sort of write your characters off in their own epilogues into the sunset? Oh, well, I definitely hand over the information to Global Sec, and then they pay me out. And I send Ion 10%. And then... I don't know. I think I just go to a web cafe and plug in my spinal modem and just uh, go on a virtual vacation with the credits that I earned from this and, you know, experience three weeks and three hours. Very nice. How many cards did we earn? Uh, 1,000. One stack. Joint, though, right? Uh, 5,000 in total. Uno thousando each uno. Ion is just going to save the money. Um, I'm saving up for some uh, cybernetic enhancements. Uh, specifically memory enhancement because I've hit my head a few times growing up and uh, I could use a hand with that so nice (laughs) you could use a hand with that (laughs) but I refuse to buy from the bone grinders because right fresh hearts only I love it I don't know if there is bone grinders anymore anyways um so yeah Spaz is just gonna like have just like a wicked weekend of debauchery, but like he's just low end guy, just keeps working retail and just it was a nice big bonus and now it's gone and back to work. <laughs> Friction or Camille? Uh Camille's going to give the recovered two thousand credits in the case to the Kuza. Uh, and he's going to say, uh, th- "This is a gift from uh, from the Bone Grinders team, and I hope that you'll be able to repay the gift in the future." Slick. Very nice. Friction's gonna uh, keep on keeping on, but she's gonna buy a better hover bike, and then uh, she's gonna. Try to see, like, try to take more jobs like this. So Miata offers more jobs, or um, Kamal offers more jobs, or anything like that. As long as she's more of a runner, less of like a fighter, and she won't hurt people. But uh, she really likes the surveillance job. Keep chasing that five star rating. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that like that secret six star that everyone says. That's gotta be true. <laughs> This is totally yeah. like Friction's origin story, and the rest of us were just players in it. <laughs> yeah, you become a courier to the to the Risties, the upper class, the people who live 
at the top of the arcologies. And then they let me like when I go to like career stuff, they'll be like, "Oh, I was getting rid of this uh, diamond ring, anyways. Here you go." Many more romantic misunderstandings await you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. That was Shadow of the Beanstalk. Thank you, sir. Thank and you. yeah, thank you. Dude, all this work on Roll20 and its capabilities, like, you went crazy with this. I had a lot of fun playing with these maps. If you take a look down low, um, you can see I changed the background of the uh, run again. I'm using nice. tokens, so I can just, like, switch it. Here's another one. It's like playing on a different playmat or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then I've got... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also um, inputted all of the ice, and so I can just, like... They have all of the pre-built uh, stats and everything and art, and the tokens come out to the right size. Oh, that's awesome. Man... Oh, the potential is going to be so cool. It is very cool. Yeah, thank you very much for the game, Merrick, and for putting all the time into making all these characters. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yay! Clap, clap, clap. The hacking was... I was having a lot of fun. Like, when we were hacking... uh, uh, What's his name? Kesaran. Quesada, Clarence Quesada, going through his pad was fun. And the whole way that the mechanics worked and going through the ice, it was wicked. And yeah, it fun. was super, yeah. like, I don't know, fun to watch. Yeah. Like, not even being a part of that that portion, like, it was really entertaining and, like, I felt really engaged in it. And when everybody's dice rolls kind of come up on the chat and you get to watch and, and see it all happen. It's pretty sweet. That's good to hear because that's definitely one of the troubles of uh, a game type like this. Uh, Shadowrun has that trouble when you're at the table because it's like, okay, everybody's in there doing their job and then the runner is hanging out in cyberspace and then the wizard is <laughs> is in the astral plane and right. a whole bunch of things intersecting and not intersecting yeah exactly it was cool to have it have its own space that everybody could watch along what was happening very neat Mm -hmm. the visual aspect really helps i just thought it was hilarious how we kept completely failing at our dice rolls (laughs) 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 i'm gonna go though so good night thanks again yeah, so thanks everybody. This was the last episode of season three. Wow, cool. And we send it off with a boiler. Big oh, boy. <laughs> that was super cool, and I was looking forward awesome. to it. Thank you all. Yeah, thank you, Merrick. Good night, everybody. Night. Night. Thank and you. I'll send a link to the uh, to the Spotify playlist in the WhatsApp chat. Nice. Thank you. Good night.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Massive Damage Adventures. We do a different one-shot every month, and I hope you check out our next one. Please rate and subscribe, and follow us on Twitter at SkyHammerK, and on Instagram at SkyHammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. I, I just wanted to thank you for changing it up and using the using the threat uh, creatively. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a hard system on the DM. I get that. <laughs> there's 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 brain work there. Yeah. Somebody uh, on Twitter described it really aptly, saying, "If you like every die roll to be a short ritual, Genesis is for you." Yes. Yeah, where everyone's like, okay, it's this and this and this, and then we put these all together, and then we're going to roll, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to interpret. Mm-hmm. I like to describe it as a very... It's a very good system for the players because it really gives a sense of you can succeed or fail at anything you attempt, but if you're really good at it, you're going to have a way better chance of succeeding. It's a very hard system on the DM because it's on them to interpret your role. <laughs> yeah. And I know that Jen has a trouble with the system because she feels like the dice are very unforgiving. And I agree. That's why I built Pash the way I did, that I can just <laughs> change the dice willy-nilly. Yeah. And why Kirik was just a murder machine. Like, if you wanted to shoot something, it was dead. Chances are it was dead, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he could do very little else. He can mechanic things, and he can shoot them really good. Oh. Anyways, yeah, so thank you for the game. That's good. I'm going to download the audio files and revisit it in a while. Awesome. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>